I'm Michael McNichols, Esquire, founder and CEO of Fan Kings and Megan Nichols Productions and Media Enterprises. I'm here today to address the overwhelming response we've received from the incidents that transpired during and after the recording of Visa Vikes Episode 4, Getting Silly on Dat Philly. Any alcohol consumed by minors on location was not authorized or approved by Megan Nichols Productions and Media Enterprises. Furthermore, any consumption by minors on location was an act of performance art and the alcohol was supplied by an independent contractor whom is not employed by Megan Nichols Productions and Media Enterprises. Now to address your concerns of the boys attending a party at a men's bathhouse. After exhaustive research, we have found no existence of a backdoor bathhouse. They are not registered as a legal entity through the Chamber of Commerce or Bing. Any mention of Carter or Robin at this establishment is false, a rumor, and complete hearsay. If you partake in such gossip, shame on you. And by that I mean, I'll sick Tom shame on you. Carter will be returning after a well-deserved vacation that is completely unrelated to the incidents from last week's Visa Vikes episode. Now please, enjoy episode 5 of Visa Vikes. Thank you. You know, week one I told you that, you know, we were going to take our lamps. And then we were going to take our bamps. Week two, we took our lamps. And we got some bamps. But here on Visa Vikes, we're going to get down on this one. Alright, we're going to break down last week's debacle of a game. We're going to talk about next week when you get your chalk talk. Sell Black D with Step Set, baby. We're going to get to your calls. And guess what? Just like always, we're going to get pumped. So you sit back, relax, and we live and in charge on Visa Vikes. This is a Naked Nickels production. Right? All right, welcome to Visa Vikes. I'm Ragu Bolognese here, filling in for Mr. C. Carter, he's on a sabbatical right now, and he should be returning shortly. But uh, I'm really happy to be here. I'm in, in Roseville, Minnesota. Rose Vista. And uh, I'm I'm here with my co-host Robin. How's it going, Robin? Oh, hey, hey, Ragu. Thanks for the thanks for the kind introduction. Uh, welcome to my apartment. We're gonna do this. Get into the Vikings. Uh, wow, that was a that was a really rough game. We're gonna talk about the Eagles game a little bit here, and we want to get past that too. Dilly dilly. dilly dilly. It was it was a tough day for the Vikings. That's right, man. That that ruined my Sunday. I didn't think it was going to go that bad. Viking Sunday is my favorite day of the year. Every Sunday, or Monday for that matter. It was a Monday night game in Philadelphia, and the Vikings got crushed, man. Far from shredding. I gotta say that. I'm still having a hard time getting over it. Now I have to be here. Robin, I gotta say, man, your bedroom's pretty sick, bro. Oh, thanks, man. Thanks, Ragu. I appreciate you saying that. No, man. This place is disgusting. It's sickening. I'm, 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 I feel like I'm going to throw up, dude. You got you to gotta clean this place. You got to get someone to take care of this, or you got to start taking care of it yourself. Oh, that's what you mean. Okay. I work a lot at the Big D. I'm going to school. I don't have a whole lot of time to clean, so I wish that you just wouldn't bring it up. Well, to be honest with you, I would rather not be here right now. Um, among my many public appearances in my morning show, I'm a pretty busy guy, and I'm actually supposed to be at the yoga studio right now, but instead, I have to be here. 
And I got to say, man, never sign a contract with McNichols because he's going to work it for everything. He's going to milk that thing dry. Yeah, he's just putting me everywhere I don't want to be. Well, I'm, I'm sorry about that, Regu. I didn't know that you did yoga, actually. Well, I don't necessarily do yoga per se, but I usually on nights like this hang out in front of a yoga studio, just kind of watch through the window and eat a triple topper sticks, bacon sticks. What? Oh man, dude, that's that's rough, man. Okay, well let's let's get into this this Philly game. I don't want to talk about it for too long because yeah, far from shredding. Yeah, that's that's right, Ragu. Uh, it was far from shredding. The only thing that was being shredded was the Vikings' defense by Jalen Hurts and company, and that was rough, man. I just don't know what the game plan was going into that. It looked like the Vikings of last year. This is kind of what you get when you don't upgrade the cornerback position. Actually, the Vikings much ballyhooed 3-4 defense going into the season and we were looking so forward to uh having different fronts and confusing quarterbacks it doesn't look that confusing right now yeah that's right rob they were just sitting back and letting jalen hurts throw wherever he wanted to it was disgusting he had a ridiculous stat line and looked like he could do whatever he wanted he just almost completed every pass through the first half of the game there was maybe one drop it was ridiculous. It it, it it just ticked me off so much, man. I just, I, I can't take it, dude. Well, yeah, speaking of, you know, we, we brought up last episode that uh, the Vikings, I kind of noticed in the Green Bay game that they were susceptible in the flats, and I, I was worried about that. And looking at the numbers, okay? So this comes from Matt Fries at Fries Football on Twitter. He said that the Packers actually, Aaron Rodgers was 20 and 24 throwing to the flats and Hertz was 17 for 18 and the Vikings are running cover two defense. This is from my other research, not from Matt Fry's, but the Vikings are running cover two defense 46% of the time, which is easily number one in the NFL. So this is a very vanilla defense. And I don't know if they plan on switching it up or this is what they're going to run with the personnel that they have. And they're relying on their front seven to get pressure, but it wasn't necessarily working in Philly. And these teams are just having a party thrown to the flat right now against the Vikings. And I think the solution lies, and we've talked about him, Brian Othamoa, He's a heat-seeking missile. They need to start getting him in more to either spy the quarterback or to cover the flat. Because right now, Kendricks and Hicks, and it looks like Hicks is the one that they're targeting especially, isn't able to get there on time and is either you know, making the tackle two yards before the first down or they're juking him and getting a first down. It's getting ridiculous. So all the high aspirations that we have for this team right now, if they're not going to correct this and they're not going to switch things up and they're not going to go after another corner, I think that uh, we might not be looking at a 10-digit season. I don't want to go overboard this early, but right now this is a this is a small sample size, but it's bad. It looks really bad. Yeah, that's right, Robin. I don't know what they can do at this point with the personnel they have, but we'll have to see. And they're running into a pretty scary offense right now. Actually, one of the best in the NFL. Yeah, 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 that's right. They, The Lions are actually tied for second in points put up in the NFL right now, and that's with the Bills and the Chiefs. So looking into this, going into the season, you wouldn't expect, I mean, you would expect that, sure, the Bills, number one in scoring, the Chiefs, number two in scoring, 
And if you thought a team would be tied with them, you'd think maybe Tampa Bay, maybe, I don't know, uh, Miami potentially, because they have two great receivers, maybe the Packers. But no, it's the Detroit Lions, and the Vikings are going to be hosting the Lions this Sunday at noon. So we'll we'll have to see what the Vikings have in store. Obviously, they play better at home against the Packers, so maybe they're just going to bank on that. And it's kind of looking like the Vikings are going to have to win every home game this season. If they want a shot at the number one seed, and that kind of feels pretty far off right now from the way that they were playing, and you're going to want the number one seed because you don't want to go back and play the Eagles in Philly in the playoffs. But the, the Eagles do have the easiest strength of schedule in the NFL going on now. So barring injuries, I don't know, man. It looks like they're going to end up having that first seed. And I'm worried about the Vikings going back there. It feels like they have zero chance there because it kind of felt like a JV team against the varsity team at some times. And I, I hate to say this, but it kind of felt like one of those Kirky clunkers. You know, this is what we're kind of getting into with lumps and bumps. Uh, we're going to have to take our lumps and bumps with this one. And we're going to have to try to have good takeaways. And I think it starts with not having three and outs. Vikings started with like three, three and outs. And it put the defense in a bad situation because A, they couldn't stop the Eagles in the first place. And we have a great punter. He was booming it. But it was just long, sustained drives by the Eagles that kept our defense on the field. And then, you know, uh, late in the second quarter, you see the backups coming in. James Lynch, D-tackle, he's... He's not the best man. It's not ideal to have him out there. And I think that that's why they were trying to get Andamakan Suwon so they could get some more depth at the D tackle position. But that's just not going to happen probably with their cap situation. So they're going to have to roll with the guys that they got. Either that or they're going to have to find sneaky ways to save some cap space here, whether it's re-signing people or trading someone. So I don't know. They may have to pack someone in a trade. But uh, looking at Patrick Peterson and Cameron Dancer. Man, they were just, they were playing like 12 yards off the entire game, and the Eagles could do whatever they wanted, Jalen Hurts especially, whether it be, you know, just throwing downfield, whether it be throwing to the flats, whether it be running, and it seems like maybe they're playing this cover too, hoping that they don't get burned, but they've been burned twice now in two games in a row to start the season. Well, they were burned last game for a touchdown, but well, I'm I'm also talking about Chris, you know, Christian Watson, first play of the game against the Packers, he he burned them. He just dropped it. So that could have been two deep touchdowns. The Eagles had a deep touchdown as well. So, I don't understand this philosophy. It seems like they're susceptible everywhere right now. Yeah, I agree with that, Rob. They're they're definitely going to have to go back to the drawing board on defense. They're going to have to get more creative. Otherwise, it's just going to be ugly and the Vikings are going to have to try to have a shootout every game. And I think that that is maybe what the Lions game is going to end up being. It's going to be a shootout. And, you know, it, it, it might come down to the wire like most games last season. And the Lions beat them last year in a shootout. Yeah, that's right. That's right, Ragu. So, yeah, it, I, pretty much every position is going to have to step it up this game. Starting with Kirky, he's, he makes the most money out of anyone on the team. I know that there's people that are saying that, you know, there there were some some throws where the wide receivers could have gone after the ball more. You missed it. But man, he was starting to telegraph throws and fall into that bad Kirky mode that we're used to. You missed it. And he's in year number five now. So this this shouldn't be happening. He should be smarter. And uh, I, I, I hope that cock is able to go back to the drawing board with him and try to get him uh, to try to stick with these looks because I've I've seen some replays where 
Kirky was avoiding a wide open look of Jay Jettis for some reason and throwing in it to Dalvin Cook for a screen when there were three people covering him. And it's just really frustrating. I, I don't know. I just hope that they correct it. Otherwise, uh, this line's offense, man. They have a star in Swift. They have a star in Amon Ra St. Brown, the sun god. You, you got to watch out for these guys, and you're going to have to get tighter coverage. You're going to have to get more pressure. Otherwise, Goff, he's still formidable. He can he can tear it up. So speaking of the Lions, uh, we're going to go to, you know, we got some extra help this week. We have a live remote at U.S. Bunk Stadium, and it's my bumper. Here's my bumper. Ruben, Ruben, is that you, bud? Yeah, roll right here. Hey, 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 buddy. Um, it's me, Bear Bear, on location at the uh, U.S. Bank Stadium for the Minnesota Vikings. And um, we're just going to walk around, you know, catch some of the vibe around town, you know, see what's going down. Uh, hello, young man. Uh, what are you doing, y'all? Yeah, I'm uh, already tailgating for the game against the Lions. You're tailgating already, huh? Yeah, we got, uh, you know, pizza. And, uh, and cookies, and, uh, you know, business in an RV for the week. <laughs> I'm ready to see those lines go down. Wow, well, that's dedication there, Ruben. I can tell you that, boy. Wow. Um, hey, buddy, uh, ever seen any pills? Pills? I, 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 I need my pills. Yeah, um, I, I don't, I don't have any pills. I, I need, I need my pills. Wow, that was your bumpa? I've heard of him, but I thought I heard someone uh, puking in the bathroom when I got here. I thought that maybe that was that was your bumpa. Oh man, he didn't take his pills. Damn it, bumpa! This is gonna be a mess. I'm gonna have to send Raul to get him. Ugh, it, it, that was my mom that was puking, by the way. She's been puking every morning for like two weeks now, and him most of the day too. Wait a minute, you say that she's been. She's been puking every morning for two weeks? Yeah, that's right. Wait, I gotta do some math in my head here, man. Uh, oh, fuck. What? What's wrong, man? No, 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 no. Nothing, nothing. I'm, I'm sure it'll be fine. I, I pulled up. I pulled up. Uh, I just pulled a hammy. That's, that, that's all. I pulled a hammy sitting down, so I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of hurting right now. Okay, well, uh, yeah, so hopefully my bump is fine. I, I don't know why he was expecting to meet some football players. Sometimes he just likes going to Minneapolis late at night. And I'm sure he wasn't walking around. I bet he was on his rascal scooter. All right, so that was, uh, you know, opening Lemption Bumption. I feel like we're going through some Lemption Bumption right now. Let's get into uh, another fan favorite segment, Cell Block D with Dubsack. We'll be back after this. Guys, what's up? Hey, I had to pull a few str- uh, things. 
to get a few extra seconds on the line today. A year-to-date plays we've talked about four and one. We're up about 3.21 units. We're always betting either one unit or to win one unit. So, for example, Vikings money line minus 102. We bet $102 to win 100. Anyway, uh, for the layman out there. And also, make sure you're betting responsibly, right? Bet what you can afford to lose. This is for entertainment purposes only. And hopefully we can make a little bit of scratch along the way. This week, recency bias is going to be very strong on this one. 98% of the money is on the over. I'm going to pivot and take the under 53 and a half at Barstool. It's minus 108. And looking at the trends, the last nine games, Detroit at Minnesota. Eight of the last nine have gone under the total. Also going to take the Washington Redskins this week, plus six and a half. I told you before, and I'll tell you again, I ain't going woke using their name, and I ain't going to go broken here. Washington, plus six and a half. Carson Wentz has found new life. I think their offense has enough to keep up. Philly's been playing out of their mind. They're going on the road. It's time for them to come back down to earth slightly. We'll talk to you guys soon. Let's keep on winning later. Hey gang, it's me, Mike Most. I'm here with sports legend Poon Nanny to talk about the newest delectable novelty from Clemsh. Poon Nanny here with a new Clemsh novelty. Clemsh Lemsh and Bemsh Iced Cream Bar. Made with Clemsh famous vanilla iced cream, loaded with lumps of fudge, dipped in chocolate with butter brickle bumps. Sashay into any pizza with pizzazz location after a Viking loss and receive a free Clemsh Lemsh and Bumps Iced Creme Bar. Or promenade into any Clancy's for a six pack. It keeps my mind right. Sky Yuma. Will Clemsh come up with next? Sorry, Rob. On my morning show, I normally say welcome back. Also, there was something that I wanted to do here that I'm actually not able to do on my morning show because of the FCC. But since this is on the the Making Nickels podcast network on Fan Kings app, I can do this here. I I, I got a little I got a little bit for you here, man. You're gonna love this. Another bit. What is it going to be? This is fun, man. It's called celebrities that are 69 that you would 69. Do I make you horny, baby? You've got to be kidding me, man. Come on, brother. Just let me do it. Just let me do it, man. At this point, I don't care. I lost my fantasy matchup. The Vikings lost. The Big D clo- The Big D is uh, a pain in my butt right now. School isn't going so great. My love life isn't going so great either. So go ahead. Do your silly bit. Do I make you randy? All right. Yeah. This is going to shred. This is called Celebrities That Are 69 That You Would 69. Oh, behave. 
I looked up a list of celebrities that were 69 years old and I picked all the ones that I want a 69. So let's start with Cindy Lauper. I do it with her time after time. How about Annie Potts? Boy, Bustin makes me feel good. I'd make sure she made more than a Lil Bo Peep. Shaka Khan. Once I got started, I wouldn't know when to stop. Roseanne Barr. Hey, Robin, remember when she was in Freddy's Dead with her then-husband, Tom Arnold? I don't know how I would know that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, here, here's another one. Here's a wild card. Vladimir Putin. He's 69 years old. He could mobilize on me. What? Oh, this is disgusting. Pat Benatar. I'd hit her with my best shot. Oh, man. Getty Lee. I wouldn't make him rush. Chi Jinping. I just got a thing for a men in power that are communist, I guess. And also, uh, Tony Blair and uh, Imran Khan. I also have a thing for former prime ministers as well. And then, uh, oh man, Mary Steenburgen. Dead dancing with cheers for us. And then also, uh, Jan LeVanzant. Yeah, I'm a member of Oprah's book club for sure. And speaking of, Oprah's 68, so uh, give her another year. And then, this is this is a great one. Dwayne Chapman, a.k.a. Dog the Bounty Hunter. Call off the search. I'm already in his bedroom. Michael Bolton. All right, man, that's enough, dude. Welcome, everyone, to Chalk Talk. Okay, so we're going to get into our caller from Chalk Talk right now. We're actually going to start off with the host of the show, the man on sabbatical, Mr. C. Here's Carter. Let's hear it from Carter. What's up, bro? It's me, C. Yeah, you know, pretty bound show so far, you know. But I mean, it's got to feel pretty bad, you know, having to talk about all the lamps and the bams. Um, But, you know, you specifically took some lamps and bams. Against Carter the Crazy. That's right, y'all. Me and Big Rob played each other in fantasy last week, and guess what? I won. Who started Stefan Diggs? Who started Kyler Murray? Who started David Montgomery? Y'all. I. Do Tampa defense? People wanted to wave their finger at me? Well, guess what, y'all? Carter the Crazy is leading the listener league. It's gone like a donkey gone. I got butt. But yeah, dude, I mean, talked about it a little bit earlier on the show, you know, I mean, sorry I can't be there with you and all, but you know, some things are bigger than the NFL, you know? Some things are bigger than Visa Vikes even. You know, I know, like, to our millions and millions of fans, you know, it doesn't seem, like, real that I'm not here, but you know, you know, gotta do what I gotta do, right? Dude, we took some lumps and bumps. You know, we gotta bury this one. We gotta take that for bow. And we gotta bury it in the ground. Cock, come. They're gonna get us all lined up. Right? That front seven. Kirky. We're coming for those lines. We coming. You know what? 53 and a half points. The money line. Well, guess what? I'm betting the over, y'all. It's gonna be a shootout in Minneapolis. Right? So take the over all day long. This is for entertainment purposes only, of course. But I also predict that, you know, all of you listeners are going to be real disappointed when, you know, you realize that I wasn't going to host this show and how happy you're going to be next week when I'm back. Right? 
well, you know what, uh, I'm just gonna hang up and listen, but, you know, Big Rob, you know, great show so far, dude, and listeners, we gonna get about it, about it. Of course, he, uh, just wanted to rub in the fact that he, uh, whipped my butt in fantasy football. But I'm going to try to build a better team. Uh, I had Najee Harris going tonight, and he ended up scoring 10 points, so not the best start. And uh, we'll just have to see where this goes. I'm going to play... I don't even want to talk about it, man. I mean, I have I have Jalen Hurts, and I played Kirky last week just to try to stick it to Farter. And uh, it definitely kept me out of, like, I don't know, within 30 points of him beating me, but he still beat me by... 50 points. Farter and I will be playing again this year, so hopefully it turns out better. But right now, I don't have a whole lot of confidence in my team, so I'm gonna have to swing some trades. I'm gonna have to get on the waiver wire. I already made a couple pickups today and uh, tried to propose a trade that didn't go through with Dubsack, actually. And uh, I just don't even want to mention it. Maybe maybe it'll uh, be something that we can revisit in the future. But uh, some plays that I made, I picked up Garrett Wilson, wide receiver for the Jets. He could be he could be decent, not getting a whole lot of shares there, but we'll see. We'll see if his role grows. He had, he had 100 yards and two touchdowns last week. And then I also picked up Brian Robinson Jr. from the Commanders. I know Dubsack wouldn't like me saying Commanders, but I picked him up from the Commanders. He's actually started working out after being shot a few times in the leg, so it's pretty miraculous comeback. Hopefully he can be a dog. Yeah. And then I also put in a waiver claim on DK Metcalf. I think he's he's a superstar with a crummy quarterback, so I think he's just going to end up getting some touches anyways at, at some point during the year. Or what I'm really worried about is that maybe he's going to be traded to the Packers or something uh, because the Packers are just decimated right now at wide receivers. So they, I wouldn't be surprised if they made a move. Uh, that's actually going to be one of my bold predictions that the Packers make a move for someone like, I don't know, DK Metcalf, Kenny Galladay, maybe Amari Cooper, but the uh, Cleveland Browns just won tonight and uh, Jacoby Brissett was actually tossing the ball around, making some decent strikes. So looks like he, that team's kind of rallying around him right now. Hey, Big Rob, let's let, let let's take a call, man. That This switchboard is lighting up. Yeah, 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 sure. Let's uh, let's take the first call here, and uh, who is it? This guy's name is Pal. All right, Pal, what do you got to say? Carter, I heard that. Put them in the W. Oh! Anybody that knows anything knows that want a pizza slice bit is mine. You hear me? Mine. And Robbie, what the feck is going on with our defensive coordinator? Like, no blitzes. Basically sitting in a prevent-style defense. You know what that means to me? Prevent yourself from winning. What the feck? Hey, there's Pal. All right, man. I love that guy. He's back. Hey, Pal. Good to hear from you, man. Yeah, yeah, that defense, it was just, it looked like it was preseason defense. It looked like they were just space defense, cover two, corners playing deep in a cover two. Cameron Dantzler was actually benched already. Week two, they benched him for a Caleb Evans. Evans played decently, actually, so... Let's see if they give Dantzler that chance at uh, at QB2 going into this uh, week against the Lions or if Evans gets the start. That'd be crazy, man, if Evans already got the start. He was like a fourth-round pick. Maybe tossing it to the rookie early because they're uh, you know concerned about the cornerback play, something that we've been talking about. Uh, Vikings need to make a move there, man. They need to bring someone in. Otherwise, Evans all of a sudden just needs to be a superstar out of nowhere. Because Andrew Booth still not participating in practice. 
Uh, he has an ankle injury. If that's a high ankle sprain, that's going to last a while. So it's going to be a Caleb Evans, Chris Boyd. Or if they get Dantzler back and, and Dantzler does something. Man, that defense, Rob, that just depressed me. They got shredded. No one was playing too great there. I mean, they still got pressure every once in a while. But a lot of people disappeared that night in Philly. And it's just not a good place to play. So, yeah, you're right. They got to stay out of there in the playoffs. They got to figure out something quick. It's, it's a long season, but it's not that long. So you can't have losses like that and not bounce back from them. The good thing is that I know they have good culture and uh, it's not the doom and gloom. There's not calling out like Zimmer did. There's actually some positive reinforcement going on. So I'm I'm gonna still keep the faith in cock and come and I'm gonna hope that they bounce back. That's good, Regu. I'm glad that you're keeping the faith. Uh, can we get to another call here, please? Yeah, this one is uh, just from, uh, it just says double deuces. Oh man, Vard is gonna be bumped to hear this. Oh, hey there, Bobby and Cartman. It's Bonnie from Delano. You know, first off, I would just like to apologize for my uh, behavior the last time I called in. I was all hopped up on the fentanyl, and that's just, it's just not a good combination for my body. So, but since we've talked last, um, you know, our favorite team, the Vikings, they've had some ups and they've had some downs. They, they really have. There's been some great things. I've seen some great things out of this club. And then then there's some, there's some things to be concerned about. But what I would like to talk to you about and get your thoughts on, you know, this Kevin O'Connell, K-O-C, um, I believe you guys call him the CAC. I don't. I don't know how I feel about you. I don't like to use that word when, when talking about Coach Kevin. Um, but, you know, he is a good-looking fella. He is. You know, he was all bright and shiny after that Packers game, and he was dancing and hooting and, hooting and hollering in, in, that, uh, in that locker room after that game. And then did you see him after the Eagles game? I mean, that guy looked like he had been ridden hard and put away wet. He did not look good. I mean, and he looked like he had the weight of the world on his shoulders. And he was up there saying, I could have done this better. I could have done that better. I, this is all on me. And, I mean, he, I'm worried about his health. I am. I'm worried about his health. Um, and I, I just don't think that that sort of up and down for him can be maintained. It was like there was two different people. What do you guys, what, I, I'm going to hang up and listen. Wow, Bonnie. Dang, thanks for that submission. Hey, Rob, I'm kind of interested in meeting that Bonnie. She's got, she's got fentanyl, and uh, I don't know, how old do you think she is? I don't know, man. Get in line. Farter's got a thing for her already. Well, you know, I mean, if she's in her upper 60s, I'd, I'd, I'd like to know. That's gross, man. Okay, whatever. So she was worried about Cox Health, and it, it sounds like she has some health problems of her own that she has to worry about. But yeah, everything that I've heard is that Cox actually has had an upbeat attitude, and uh, the locker room's great. And instead of playing the blame game like Zimmer would do, calling out players in meetings and stuff, uh, Adam Thielen actually came out and said that it's a positive atmosphere, and they're just trying to figure out what they're going to do better this game. So I'm going to still keep the faith and hope that he has a good game plan going in against the Detroit Lions, but it still remains to be seen. So uh, I'm definitely going to be checking out this game with a watchful eye. And uh, 
you know, we're gonna we're gonna look for more stuff to get chalky about. All right, so we have uh, we have we have one more caller here, and then uh, and, and then we're gonna move on. Right? Ooh, who's this? Uh, this th this one's unknown, actually. So we're gonna gonna play this, okay? Hey, Matt Henny, calling in from my jail cell. Not doing too great right now. Some circumstances happened at the backdoor bathhouse. Not gonna release any information, but I need Cleve Perry's number. I believe it is something PBR time. All right, Matt Henny. Uh, sorry, everyone's forgotten about you. If you're hearing this, it's CPR time. That that's what you need to call. So let's go back to my bumper right now. You know, checking out the local scene still. He's gonna try to figure out the pulse of Vikings fans right now. So pop up. Where you at? pop pop he's he was just at the wreck now he's going to gabe's and i think that we know where all roads lead to. ted's all roads lead to ted's yeah that's right ragu all roads lead to ted's so i'm guessing that that's where he'll wind up i'm going to call raul right now we're gonna go to a break and we'll be back with get pamped guys it's ragu bolognese here for alamo brand condoms and prophylactics when I'm with that little San Antonio rose of mine, or I'm out of paper towels and toilet paper, I reach for that Davy Crockett in my pocket. Alamo Lambskin brand condoms and prophylactics. When you've got a passion the size of Texas, reach for the brand that feels better in your hand. Alamo brand condoms and prophylactics. Now in all shapes, sizes, flavors, colors, and textures. <sighs> Alamo brand condoms. Siege the moment. Ragu Bolognese here for pizza with pizzazz. Say Papa Pizzazz, what makes your perfect pizza so popular with your patrons? Yeah, pizza with pizzazz, where the perfect crust is a mess. We, we do our best to give everyone a, what's that? More cheese, please. Oh, that sounds so good. A pizza with pizzazz, we do it better than anybody. We chill our tusty pizzas at Sub-Zero Timps and we um, charbroil in our seasoned pizzazz Turbo X ovens. Wow. I love the pizzazz oven. It's my preferred method of pizza preparation at home. And we're not like those poser-ass crippies that square cut. At hashtag PWP, we slice and dicey eat. 
Coming in hot. Find pizza with pizzazz in the frozen aisle at all Clancy's locations. Or get it fresh at the Pine City or Ontario, California locations. Hey, don't forget to try a pizza teeny in a pizza shot. Pizza with pizzazz. It shreds. Like, uh, I don't understand why I can't have another beer. Well, I have my onion rings. I just tell you one of them. Okay, well, get your manager. Um, get, get away from me. Don't touch me. Don't touch me. Okay, all right, Ruben. Okay, Ruben, we have to do this quick, buddy. Okay, it's me. Okay, all right, I'm going to the bathroom. I'm locking myself in. Okay, all right, okay. Okay, I'm not, I'm not as a metronome anymore. And, um, oh man, those poles. At halftime wreck. Okay, we don't have a lot of time here. Okay, all right, it's go time. Time to get pumped. Pumped, gonna get pumped, pumped. Okay, all right, y'all. Okay, Ribbon, you know, in French Canada, we have a saying uh, that sometimes when the beaver's in the tree, uh, it's time to cut you down. Well, mm, the Detroit Pistons, they're in the tree, and, and the Vikings are going to have to cut you down, and we're going we're gonna to fight, and, and we're going to bite. Okay. Sir, we need you to get out. Don't! Don't you come in here! This is my private place! My private, okay, all right, Ruben, I've only got so much time. Okay, all right, Vikings are going to take on those pistons at the Metrodome. On Friday, it's going to be... On Friday, they're taking their keys. Get, get away from me! Get away! Don't, don't you reach under there! No, Ruben, okay. Vikings are going to win. It's time to get pumped. The beaver is coming out of that tree. They wouldn't let me have my own rings, Ruben. Okay, all right. Oh, oh boy. Sir, we need you to get out of there, please. Right now, the police are coming. Uh, you stay out here. This is, I'm, I'm going, baby. Okay, all right, well, everybody, get pumped. Okay, listen to Beast of Bikes. Friar, gambling, and things neat. And, um, oh boy. Oh, the room is spinning. Oh, wow, man. That's your pup-pup? Yeah, that's my pup-pup. Uh, that's my bumpa. I sent Raul. I'm sure Raul will be there before the cops are. Hopefully, he'll get him off the bathroom floor. Raul knows where to find him. Head Gabe. Hey, man, is your bumpa going to be okay? Raul will get him. He'll bring him home. And then uh, there's still time. Papa John's is still open. So he's going to get some better ingredients, better pizza. They have those new papa bowls. And pup-pup, whenever he gets in this state, he always says, Pup, pup, wants a popable. Pup, pup, wants a popable. It's nice that they actually have them now because he used to say that when they didn't even exist and now they just came into existence. So, I mean, I mean, good on, good on pup, pup. But, uh, yeah, let's, let, let, let's try to get pumped for this game, Ragu. Oh, man, I'm going to be there. It's going to shred. I'm going to try to get up and, and blow that galler horn. I can't wait to do that, man. I know that they're going to get me up there sometime to do it. I've been kicked out of the uh, out of the bank like five times now trying trying to blow that thing. One of these days, I'm going to get there, though. Yeah, my 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 bumper still seems to think it's the Metrodome, and he's all sorts of confused. We're going to cut now, and we're going to gonna get pumped, and let, let's go Vikings. Skull Vikings. Seriously, do not allow the Lions to score like 35 points against you this week, please. Down 
Donatel. Have a better game plan. Make some moves. Come get some better defenders in here. Do what you can. Do what you have to. Because if not, if if, if the Lions do the same thing that, that the Eagles did, it's going to be a long season. Still hoping for the best. Still being optimistic. But uh, that last game was not inspiring against the Eagles. Let's go Vikings. Go Vikings. Put one up on them. Yeah, let's go, man. I'm, I'm, I'm getting pumped already. I can't wait for Sunday. That's that's my favorite day of the year when the Vikings play on Sunday, especially against a division opponent. Let's go, man. Let's yeah, do yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, let's, yeah. Let, let's do this. Okay, let's let's party. Yeah, let's bully. Let's bully. Yeah, okay, I want to party. I want to party. I, I, I just kind of want to go to bed. Yeah, man, I got to get out of this place, man. I got to blow. This, this, this place is disgusting, dude. Uh, hey, tell your mom I say hi, okay? Why would she even know you? Hey, I hope I hope the best for Carter too. If you if you talk to him at all, tell him I say hey. I'm gonna go play Xander right now on uh, some uh, Madden 20. Oh, I hate Xander. Picking on things weaker than you are? Why, you're nothing but a great big coward. 